Podcast. As always, I'm your host, The Mothman. With me, as always, we have Frog King. Say I don't hello, like this Frog voice King. you're doing. It's just, this one's too bad, bad. Too bad. Just suck it up. We have Mike, also known as I oh. Hate Anime. I'm not trying to fuck here. Calm down. And our returning guest star, it's Sumo! Oh, hi, Moth. You have such a sexy voice. <laughs> I hate you. Today <laughs> on the docket, this, this, we have... canceled. <laughs> Today on the docket, we have three moth stories. We're talking about moth's all-time favorite anime. Kevin is going to talk about Amazon reviews. Frog is going to mention stupid Twitter bullcrap. And Mike... Stop stop, like, pre- stop getting people prepared for what we're going to talk about. Because mo- <laughs> half the time, we forget, and then we just move on to something else. In this week's like, episode, been, like- Broken Promises. Oh, fuck. You want to talk about Broken Promises? <laughs> I'll fucking... I'll fucking tell you about every single ex I ever had. Hey, oh, hey I was going to say, like, is, I think this is a bit momentous occasion. No, let me talk. Okay, uh, go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I'm talking, Mike. Talk. I'm talking, Now, frog. despite me missing the first appearance, I think Kev is our second, is our first ever uh, repeat guest, if I'm correct. Uh, yes. I could have sworn Nicole's been here more than once. No, I think the, I don't think she's been here once. Nope, she's she's been on. We 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 uh, we we talk about her too much, but she's only been on once. Oh well, I am honored. Yeah. No, you're 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 sumo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hate you. Fuck you. <laughs> Well, thank you guys. Welcome. Sit in the corner like the little tiny baby you are. I'm actually excited to talk because I talked to I talked to Itsumo like a lot of times in uh, Twitter DMs and just on Twitter and through comments and stuff. But I've actually never talked to him uh, on voice for no good reason. You just I, would, act- I would so. actually say that I probably have more conversations with Kevin on Twitter or Itsumo uh, than I do with either of you two. That's totally valid, considering we just talk here a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we, we talk here a lot, but it's like I, I go to Mike's. I, okay, so get this. This guy's named I Hate Anime, or it's it's Anime Mikeru for his Anime Twitter. Mikeru, yeah. Yeah, and you'd think that's a Twitter filled with talking about anime, but no. It's just Kamala Harris simp posting. <laughs> what? Uh, ex- ex- excuse that's me? Slander. Like, if you had said If you had said AOC simp posting, you'd be closer be like, to true. Oh, please, like, please, Cortez or whatever her last name is, give me milkies. Cortez. Cortez. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. No, uh, uh, I uh, haven't, like, I stopped, here's the thing, I pretty much stopped talking about things that I like on Twitter, <laughs> specifically because anytime I have a mild criticism of something, there are a, f- there, there's a small number of people who follow me who just jump on my ass. You, like that like, MHH uh, tweet? I, you mean you kind of had that today too, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, no. Today, today there was some asshole who 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 posted this like weird fucking collage. Oh, that, that one. That was. Yeah. It, it was. It was oh. like a little, a little, a little cute little anime girl, and then behind her it was like, here's all these old video game things they liked as a kid, and then it was an adult girl, and it was like, oh, microtransactions, uh, this, and she's looking sad, and it's like. It, Back in the like on that collage, this is the this is oh, the oh man, man. Your mind. this is that old on 4chan that collage. Meme. Yeah, it is on that. Yes, uh, it's it's an edited version of that. Yes, on that collage of the good things is a fucking link cable. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck, no, no, no. Kid is like man. I miss the days when I had to spend fifteen dollars for a cable so that I can trade one Pokemon with my one friend. I uh, who who. 
stop playing Pokemon a week after he bought it. Yeah, but just so that I can get my Gengar to evolve. And uh, you know what I actually Gengar missed? No, no, Mike, 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 shut your damn mouth because there is some patrician taste in this this chick. Like she's got Tomba on here. She's got Warcraft three. I mean, I'm she's got mad. the I'm Hercules PlayStation game. The games are fine. <laughs> Look at that. There's even mischief makers in the bottom left-hand corner. You're just making fun of the this, cord. This, this is, this is I'm about surprised that you actually here. could see that cord. Toy Story 2 is a banger game, actually. Hang on. This is about this, like, mindset that video games are worse today. They are. Meanwhile, 20... Fuck you. 2017 was one of the best ga- years for video what games. Came out in I'd argue this year was one of the best years time. for games in a long time. Yeah, this year is pretty great, too. I actually, this year I Doom Eternal. I, Holy shit, dude. I think I've actually yeah. played less new games this year than ever before. Like, That's on you, though. I mean, I guess Bannerlord came out this year, so there was some good stuff for gaming. Yeah, do, you guys, do you guys know what that shark thing is? Oh uh, yeah, shark, shark cards shark? for GTA Five. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, action replay. Wait, wait, wait. Are like, we talking G- about the new thing or the old thing? Because I didn't. Yeah, that's in the new I one. I saw. I literally saw the link cable and got tripped. <laughs> so I'm I actually surprised you actually saw that. Error, though, but like, is the DS um like w- wireless connection thing? That was kind of that was kind of cool. Oh yeah. No. Uh-huh. Um. What were you What were you saying though? Oh yeah. Like, uh, Bannerlord came out. I, I really though I've just been playing like Mech Warrior online nonstop. This is a, more reflective of you than it is the game industry though. I'm just I'm well, yeah. okay, but and like don't don't like that's the thing. Like you look at that meme, the memes about how like the game industry sucks these days, and that's still true. But the game industry sucked uh, back in the day too, dude. Like did the entire like like weird reactionary internet. Com- like completely forget how f- fucking ET for the for the fucking <laughs> no Super no but but we're no, actually seeing a repeat of that era system. because what happened was but, game developers realized it was a huge cash cow and you only needed like two to six people to develop a game once upon a time because you're basically building your own engine for every single game and they were only like four kilobyte files and so it was really really easy to develop these games and so that's why they were quick cash cowing on it and that's why the games industry went to garbage and we're actually doing that again we're taking the consumer for granted the only okay. reason it's working in 2020 is because we have covid more people in, are in lockdown whoa, wait, and more whoa. people are playing games muff, but muff, this you're, bubble you're, is you're going to pop muff you're going you're, you're, irrelevant you're going like completely off the rails here I'm not saying that it is better today. I'm saying these literal children are saying, man, games used to be so... Not even children. These fucking, like, millennial and boomer assholes who just remember that when they were little kids, Super Mario World was really fun. But as an adult, the systems that we live in, such as capitalism, are, like, draining our ability to enjoy the things that we normally would. More people are depressed because, like, the, the world around us sucks in general. No, no, but there's there's they're so hyper focused on the on these small little things that they, that don't even matter. Like fuck, man, microtransactions haven't been an issue since 2013, and uh, and I'm genuinely an issue. Like you can say they still exist. I'm talking about like the, you no longer have to pre-order a game to be able to play it online anymore. And don't don't do not get me wrong. All these practices predatory are awful. I think loot boxes are a sin in gaming. Like, this shit is suck, but don't fucking... F- Literally, the reason why E.T. almost destroyed the, the, the gaming industry that as it exists today is because those same people, just in uh, less uh, attractive uh, clothes uh, back in the day, 
uh, were convinced that, man, if we put all... If we just, like, make as many cartridges of this fucking shovelware trash as possible and push it out the door, we'll make so much money because everyone loves E.T. Like, this, this, these mindsets have always existed. These people are just so tunnel vision towards, like, this... Per, like this idealized version of the past that never even existed that they're like they're completely missing like 2017 it's the it's the banner year that i point to you had breath of the wild you had mario odyssey you had near automata you had like all these fantastic that that year is nuts that year is better than most video game years that have ever existed can someone put the ussr theme behind insane. this like monologue yeah like we just have like <laughs> Bosch dialogue going sped up to like chiptune speed <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I don't do like to go there. I don't like to go there. But literally, fuck anyone who has this dumb mindset. No, no, no. Mike, Life you gotta is realize. Bad and it's always I, been bad. No, no. This is this is why I disagree. And the best example of this is Mech Warrior Four versus Mech Warrior Five. Mech Warrior Five. Is, your best example is two obscure games. Don't please <laughs> eat a bag of dicks. Every one of you, like every father in his forties right now, plays Mech Warrior. Okay, you can shut up. But no, so so MechWarrior 5 came out in 2019, and MechWarrior 4 came out in 2000, had three expansion packs all the way to 2002. At which point, it's Abandonware, and you can actually play MechWarrior 4 for free. It's Honestly, it's like two gigs for all four games. It's totally worth it. But, um, so what it is, MechWarrior 5 comes out, and a lot of people had criticism for it, and I hadn't played a MechWarrior game since like, two, when I was eight. And so I sit down and I play MechWarrior 5, and I'm like, yeah, MechWarrior 5 is a lot of fun. You know, the, the mechs are the mechs are canon to the game they were made in. Like, everything feels really good and solid. And then I went back and played MechWarrior 4 like two weeks ago just to see like why everybody was criticizing. And it was night and day. This game made by a much smaller dev team, which with much smaller time constraints, uh, with, with a lot less to work with made a significantly better game that feels more alive, that feels like there's more going on because the characters react to what you're doing in the universe Question. than this game that came out in 2019. There's just there's no soul in, in a lot of modern games that aren't made by Nintendo. Go ahead. I have a question. Okay, so that's happens a lot in general. It's not, you know, it's not the first time it happens in this day and age. It just happens when teams change or like time frames change and budgets or just, like Tencent switch around. Gets money. Yeah, sure. Like, it's like, it depends on what, you know, just because one, like, game is also one example. But also, like, just because that happens doesn't mean it's, like, reflective of the entire industry as a whole. I, uh, I would say, actually, the entire industry as a whole is now seeing gamers as a big cash cow. Like, that, no, Moth, stop. They always that have. Is, that is, they always have. Like, we, I just expressed, businesses I are. just went on a giant rant about the ET landfills, okay? <laughs> Like they've always viewed like that's moth. That's capitalism, dude. No, like, no, I hate no, to say no, it. no, we're I not doing to, this. I hate, Mike. To go, I hate to veer to the left. That's capitalism, baby. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, because under socialism, we will get phenomenal games, Mike. We won't just get Tetris remade a hundred times again. Tetris is pog. Yeah, Tetris is pog. <laughs> Give me a plenty of examples within within the current age that are you know pushing games to be still great and stuff. So you know it's whatever. Yeah, like Toby Fox. Go check out New Blood Interactive. Oh yeah, Toby Fox, good example. Yeah, Toby. All right, so Moth is over there snickering because he was like, "Oh yeah, Toby Fox here, here. That's not a good example." Except Toby Fox is like the best, legitimately example. a visionary video game creator. No, he he absolutely is. Um, he actually handled the morality system way better than Peter Molyneux could ever hope to. 
True. Yeah, Peter, Peter Molyneux can't even figure out how to make grass grow. Yeah, Peter Molyneux, Mr. Okay, you get a decision. End of the game. Do you kill your sister and get a sword that's good for endgame content that doesn't exist? Peter Molyneux can't even lay any live? eggs. What? Uh, so, so uh, Kev, I, I just want to apologize that... Cu- that uh, C- Cuphead came out in 2017. Oh! Yes! Cuphead's a good game. Yeah. Okay. I, I, just, I, just, I just want to apologize, Kev. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want for this to become the episode where I. I ukulele I came out my mask off. What came out? Ukulele. You oh yeah, died. except it was bad. Mm. Sonic <laughs> Sonic Forces came out in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kev's, nope, nope. Kev, Kev's, Kev's right. Silence, 2017. Silence. I didn't say. Game. I didn't say 2017. Madden, like all the games. Madden. Good. Two, I, ju- I just Madden said, NFL 18 came out in 2017. Well, Madden uh, comes out every year. <laughs> sorry i like looked down to read a voicemail that my mom left me and frog actually drops the funniest joke he's dropped that was not even me that was kev oh damn it sorry kev that's why it was funny it wasn't frog <laughs> Kev, Kev, Kev here's dropping bits, and you're over here giving credit to the. I'll frog. take it. <laughs> okay, so so before we lose all of our viewers this episode, because Mike had to talk about capitalism, it's, it's not uh, it's not Mike. We joke. got. I mean, you had to defend capitalism. I'm just saying. We, we got we got three moth stories, and then we're going to talk about some other stuff. Um, so no, so no, we got other stuff. Kev, Kev yeah, what's up? How you doing, uh, baby? Uh, how you doing? What? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I uh I have the week off from work because nobody oh, nice. wants yeah because uh nobody wants to be uh at work on Thanksgiving during uh you know the pandemic <laughs> so yeah. so they just sent us home for the week and I've been Dude, chilling sick. yeah well what do you uh I mean I don't want to dox you but what do you do for a living uh I am a cleaning person I uh, I, I work nice. I work at a school and I clean toilets and shit. <laughs> that's a redundant <laughs> statement kev <laughs> you know it's, hey, hey, it's funny though we cause... here at the we hate anime podcast are pro worker so we're about that blue collar life well honestly like i've never met a janitor who wasn't like the most baller human being on the planet it's actually completely fact like or they're really weird oh like I, i'm pretty sure one of my janitors was like an ex green beret during vietnam like straight up rambo style because like this dude would just, he, would, he was the nicest guy on the planet, but, like, whenever there was, like, an Asian student, he would just kind of, like, give them a wide berth. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, no. I mean, uh, janitorial work is is a completely valid uh, a job to have if you were uh, incredibly racist and want to hide it. <laughs> uh, just like... That's good, Kev. I'm, I'm glad you got the week off, buddy. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, um... I... I... I don't know how you guys feel about Zelda, but I'm kind of in a Zelda mood, so I went started playing Twilight Princess again. And... I like Zelda. Oh. Uh, I would say Twilight Princess has the best waifu in any Zelda game. So uh, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, Midna. Uh, here's my opinion. I don't like Zelda games on a whole, but I don't think they're bad games. It's mm-hmm. I was illiterate when fucking Ocarina of Time came out, and I remember everybody telling me it was a great game, and I had no idea what the hell I was doing, so I never progressed. Oh yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, I was never able to make it out of that uh, that first village. I, uh, yeah, the Kokoro Dokoro uh, Forest. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite uh, Zelda game, Kev? Shit, man, I don't know. <laughs> Four I know mine. Mine's I, I would. I would. Really? Yeah, Four Swords Adventure. Huh. Uh, I've never played it because I don't have 
three friends. Uh, <laughs> well, you could have three friends and play the three yes. You're talking to them. Don't say it like that. <laughs> but I'm here with three friends. Yeah, there you go. Kiss yeah, next week oh, where we just have a, a, an audio <laughs> let's play of uh, Four Swords Adventure. All right, uh, let's Wand of do Gamlon. Gamlon, that was pretty good. <laughs> I, I guess. The faces yeah. of Evil. Yeah. I, I guess I could say. Uh, Wind Waker. I mean, that's the one I played the most. I, Good choice. I, would, I, I, I like Wind Waker. Um, like I said, I don't I hate have... Zelda. I just, I, I honestly think Breath of the Wild was the first time I genuinely enjoyed a Zelda game. Mm-hmm. And I just spend most of my time in Gerudo Village just taking screenshots. Uh, I mean, I, I, I cited Breath of the Wild as like a really a game from 2017, but Breath of the Wild is the first time I did not like a Zelda game. Uh, because the dungeon uh, sucked, right? Since 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 uh, uh, Link to, not the Link to the Past, but since uh, Ocarina of Time, I also don't like that one. No, it's bad, especially compared to uh, Majora's Mask. I think they share a lot of True. similar issues, actually. But yeah, my favorite is uh, Link Between Worlds, the Link to the Past sequel from 3DS. Nice, man. Okay. I, I like that one a lot. That one's really good. I would say my favorite oh God. is Minish Cap. Uh, oh, my I wife love, actually I love loves Minish, Minish Cap, Cap yeah. because it's just a reminder that Capcom makes better games than anybody else. <laughs> I, I well, uh, when they want to, and when they don't want to, they will make just the like, worst trash. Resident when they want Evil to, they make RE two make, and when they and and, uh, and like DMC five, <laughs> and when they don't want to, they make Street Fighter uh, 5. Operation <laughs> Raccoon City. <laughs> Resident Evil five is hands down has one of the most cinematic moments in a video game that I've ever seen. When Leon or when Chris raw dogs a boulder into some yeah when Chris raw dogs a boulder into a volcano <laughs> the single most cinematic moment in gaming history. Moth, uh, wouldn't you say you're one of those people that doesn't like c- like cinema c- cinematic being used to describe video games? Oh, he's yeah, making a joke. But you're actually you're participating in that. You are you are punching that boulder. You are mashing the square button. Yes. <laughs> it's not a quick time event. You actually have to turn on the macro button on your controller. You have to punch your controller oh. repeatedly. Yes. So, you don't even so, actually have to hit square. You just have to punch your controller until the boulder Yeah, the falls gyro off. senses it. Yeah, yeah. So what well, what made you want to go back to Twilight Princess, Kev? Uh, honestly, uh, I, I've been waiting, hoping that uh, you know Nintendo would port over one of their old 3D games into the Switch. But it's it just mm-hmm. wasn't happening. And uh, and I kind of caught an eye of my Wii U, and I'm like, hey, I I forgot I have that thing, and uh, so I I just pulled it out and I started playing it. And it wasn't until and I was kind of like just kind of going with it, and um, and uh, and then it was until I was in the first dungeon, and like I completed that first dungeon, and I'm like, oh god, I missed this so much. Yes, I want to I want to keep playing. <laughs> Uh, Twilight Princess 100% is like the most underrated Zelda game. Uh Which yeah. Did you well, say? well, I I picked Twilight Princess specifically because I, you know, replayed Wind Waker a lot and and uh I've only ever gone through Twilight Princess once. So, uh I wanted to retry that one. It it, it has its problems, but like the I I just like the tone is really interesting. Like it's it, it, they are trying to do that grimmer tone after people like shit on uh, uh, Wind Waker, despite it being the best. Uh, like I think it's like my favorite's Minish Cap, but I think Wind Waker is actually the best Zelda game, especially the like uh, HD remaster mm-hmm. that took out a lot of the uh, Triforce quests. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I mean it. I mean, some of the character models are a little bit jarring, but I've already had like this moment in um, on my way to the second dungeon, where I'm like, 
Yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah! Uh, it was when uh, the, the kid Colin, he gets, um, you know, like the, there's uh, one of those those little bratty girls that, that messes with him. Uh, she's like standing in the middle of the road and uh, the go- uh, the lead goblin comes from the corner and like uh, he's about to like run her over and Colin like goes and just pushes her out of the way and and uh, saves her. And then uh, when, you know, after Link saves him, uh, he's like, I finally understood what you were talking about. Well, when my dad was talking about that, I needed to be more like you. I needed to be more courageous. And I'm like, hey, hey, right there. That's, hey, he's the, he's, he's he's that's the guy. He's, he's the, the, the courage guy. <laughs> you know, it, it's Kevin, you actually reminded me. You know what I actually think is a good Zelda game, even though it gets a really bad rap? What's that? Skyward Sword. I've always wanted to get through it. I've always been super into well, the idea. Well, apparently, the last it. dungeon is super good. Not a fan of that one personally. Well, it's it's. It, I would say Skyward Sword does the characters way better than any previous Zelda game, but its gameplay is the weakest. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, the, actually, uh, yeah. like the, the the setting and tone is actually actually really good, and the art's really nice. But I don't, I'm pretty I sure like Groose single handedly brought in the himbo. Oh, Groose is great. Yeah, everyone loves Gruus. I, I couldn't get Gruus through the... is not the, where himbo fetish comes from. I'm I, absolutely positive Gruus started the new wave of himbo posting. I, I couldn't get through that first dungeon. Like, yeah, I, no, it yeah, sucks. It's not good. Yeah. It, the, the actual dungeons and gameplay is just not, it's not good. <laughs> Especially because like, the, the motion controls just aren't all there. They just, they just, the, we didn't figure it out. Feels yeah, really no, and it's, it's completely missing Midna. <laughs> well, I mean, she hasn't, she's only been in one game. Yeah, but Midna makes everything better. I mean, yeah, but mostly if she's just a cocksleeve. Sure. Being a little <laughs> no, uh, being no. a little edgy there, Frog. I was going to say what? something a little bit, I was going to say something like a little bit like, you know, safer, like, yeah, she's the Newgrounds mascot or something like that. Moth, what? we don't respect women on this podcast. <laughs> I respect my angel of a wife. That woman has been through so much because of me. <laughs> I don't respect any woman, especially not you, listener. <laughs> I'm going to tell your partner you said that. So, uh, so you guys ready for the first Moth story this week? Wait, wait, wait. It's my turn to disrespect women. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just the way you said that, Kevin. The jovial tone, like, oh, I I get to do it. I get to do a hate crime. (laughs) By the end of this, he's going to be like, yeah, destroy capitalism. (laughs) We did. All right, all right. Here it comes. Here it comes. Mom, you suck. I love you. <laughs> you did it. I'm proud of you. Kev remains you. the purest creature. Love you. Right. Immediately, I'd take it back. <laughs> of, course, right. of course, I take it back. I'm sorry, Mama. <laughs> All right. So, Kevin, I got a question for you. This is how we're going to start this week's. Because you don't see the weekly topic button, so you get to suffer here. Okay. So, I, I have a question for you, Kevin. Without trying to turn this into a diatribe about uh, certain human rights and whatnot, um, <laughs> do you believe that human sexuality is learned or is it nature is it a nurture or a nature aspect jesus christ jesus christ man that's what question is that like like, do you believe somebody who is trans like they learn to be trans from tumblr or it's in their nature transness is not sexuality okay but it's an identity it's gonna start punching myself (laughs) i think it's a nature thing man okay okay and you know uh What's weird is the Mormon church actually believes it's nature, too, believe it or not. However. No, no, it, it's, it's, it's like the weirdest thing. I always, like, have to reconcile that, that, like, exact doctrine is that it's nature, not nurture. 
Um, but I, for a long time, I actually believed that sexuality was nurture, not nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I actually was thinking back on something, and it's like, for me, you know, just, just for our listeners, in case they didn't know this, my absolute number one fetish is mommy milkers. And I was like, man, you're, is, this an, is, this, is this a new thing for me? And then I went back to, like, when I was five years old, and my parents took me to go see The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm going to prison for this, but Ariel is hot. Like, <laughs> Wait, why, hmm. was that, why would that be bad? I don't know, because I guess she was 15 in the movie. Who cares? She also doesn't exist. I guess, like, I'm a true libertarian, because I'm, like, Habebo sexual or whatever it's called because of that. <laughs> I'm a Habibi. I'm a Habibi sexual. <laughs> Bubba I'm a Bubba I'm a Bubba myself. I can only get attracted to like overweight man children. Yo. I'm only attracted to old Howard Stern bits. I mean, I I feel like I would have been more concerned if you were to say that uh, Ursula was your bitch. Dude, Ursula is pretty hey. hot too. Like, mm. but uh, as someone who looks like Ursula, don't knock it till you try it, baby. <laughs> but like, I I remember like vividly. I mean, that's uh, just so going much more like, like I being like five porn. years old. Or like five or six years old, like one of my earliest memories, being five or six years old after seeing The Little Mermaid in theaters. And for like the next two weeks straight, I would fall asleep imagining her breastfeeding me. Okay, why is that bad? You're five. How is that? How is that? Illegal? You're, you're well, it's just like I'm, I'm 30 years old as of yesterday. And hey, in 25 years, that hasn't just, changed at all. I'm just so? thinking of five-year-old moth sitting around being like, am I a pedophile? <laughs> Am I a am I a Habibi file? Hamoud Habibi Hamoud. Am I like uh, an Italian file, a Habibi Ababidi? I I mean, Moth. I think I think your story is just you know you telling us that you just want uh, I just Ariel to be your mom. Absolutely, <laughs> like no, no. But it's 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 one of those things. Where, like I had to reconcile. I was like, yeah, because I've been messed up since I was like five years old. So it's it's absolutely nature over nurture. No, Mav, I think what this story really reveals about you is that you want to be dominated by sea life. <laughs> Dude, no, because dolphins are my number one most hated animal on the planet. Why? Fuck they dolphins. They're rapists. Yeah, they're okay, rapists. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> dolphins will be dolphins. Yeah. Dude, dolphins are rapists. Like, we had a whole King of the Hill episode about it. <laughs> we there did. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good episode of King of the Hill, too. It sure was. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So so for the next story, I, I, gosh, I don't even know if I should tell this one right after talking about being attracted to Ariel at, like, five it's years barely old. barely even a story. It was just, like, a, just a question. It, no, it was like, it was like the, <laughs> hey, you know, I you realized... You just grilled Kev through, on, on my, what his views are on sexuality and transness. Yeah, through, <laughs> then, then told him about 20, how you want to fuck a fish. It, through my on. 25 years of having a breastfeeding fetish, I understand that being trans is not a choice. We <laughs> <laughs> made it. We fetishized our way into accepting just what everyone wanted. Just exactly what everyone intended. I think we can close the internet now. I think we're good. Yeah, no, we're good. We solved, we solved uh, misogyny. I'm crying. Are you okay, Mike? Misogyny? I barely knew her. <laughs> oh, Gosh, can we just replace Frog with Kevin? Dude, honestly, I, I'm not even a bad idea. <laughs> we'll just have Kevin the rotating guest for when one of us doesn't want to show up. <laughs> I, fucking, 
I, my audio is gonna be ruined for me cackling. Dude, mine's already peached a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I already. I always set mine at like full ass blast, so I'm sure Mike has to lower the levels every time he gets mine. I actually usually have to raise everybody's. Okay. Um, so, so the next story, uh, this takes place when, uh, I was 18 years old. Okay. So I was like, I was almost done with high school. I had graduated a semester early, but Mormons do this weird thing for four years called seminary, where we basically attend a religious class. Like for, for us in you, for in Idaho, it was like every other day, but for a lot of people, it's supposed to be like 30 minutes every day before school. But Idaho's got a super dense Mormon population, so we're able to, like, write seminary into the curriculum. So if you lose one of your extracurricular activities, you go to seminary instead. So do you guys have to, like, mecca it to Ohio? (laughs) 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 I mean, I'm just trying to understand. I I don't know. No, it's it's, it's basically, it's just, it's Sunday school. Like, you go and you learn about certain aspects of the Bible and, like... By the end of it, you'd think a lot of Mormons are, like, super well-versed in biblical topics, but, like, most of them just repeat the same... called Seminary? Yeah, it's called I mean, seminary. That's what all Why do they call seminal like? school? Seminary. No, it's called seminary. It's a it's a joke about seminal fluids. Yeah, I, I, I got you. I got you. I got you. But we ain't fucking around. See, about guys, this. I, you don't have to replace me. I'm really, really, really <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, Ke- listen. Kevin, hit us with a better singer. I don't. I don't want to steal anyone's job. <laughs> I know. I'm not I know more than most people about Mormonism. I choose to not make jokes about it because I respect moth. But there's been a moment earlier when I could have done so and I chose not to. Yeah, I so that. when Moth when Moth is talking about uh, talking about that Mormon upbringing, let's keep it kosher. <laughs> Wait, what? Kosher's for somebody else. Lahiam. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so I, I graduated a semester early and I pretty much spent my last semester of high school just delivering pizzas, which I have a plethora of stories about delivering pizzas. Um, honestly, I, I agree that pizza delivery driver is the single most dangerous job in the United States. More dangerous than being a police officer. Absolutely. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. we, so, so I was delivering pizzas and I would go to like seminary and I would just rotate through the classes. I would just show up to random classes because I did not give a single rat's ass anymore. Like I was just done. And I started noticing in like one of these classes that a pretty attractive girl was in these classes. And I won't go into, like, a lot of details, but she was stacked. Like, pure and simple, she was stacked. And so, like, you know, I, I started throwing in that moth charm. You know that. Nice. Hey, baby. Oh, you, uh, get to know this. You, you just started dropping spaghetti out of your open mouth. <laughs> hey, baby. I don't, I don't tell a lot of girls this, but I got three Charizard cards. <laughs> like, That's a lot of Charizard cards. Moth jokes. Like, I would just start, you <laughs> know. I, like, I'd hey, I got edgy... my polymerization card. <laughs> I, I'd drop those, like, edgy yeah. Mormon jokes. You know, the stuff that, like, is too cool for normal Mormons. I'd be, I'd be cool in, like, the Boondock Saints. Mm-hmm. Be like, this is bad television. <laughs> <laughs> the Poondock Saints, but Mormon. Yeah, yeah, that great movie, by the way. Um, so, so I, you know, this this girl obviously falls for me because who doesn't fall for the Mothman? Am I right? Yeah, but a bit. Um, so we, we start... I don't know. If we get you on a, under a tanning bed, I might fall in love with you, you pale ass bitch. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Did you not see my latest selfie on Twitter? No. Oh, like, dude, I I have a spray tan right now. Oh God, it's worse. <laughs> now I feel bad because I'm the only one who mocked him for being pale. Like here, I'll, I'll drop it a guest chat real quick so like even Sumo could see it. But like, yeah, no, I got I got a spray tan right now. Let's uh, let's see. Looks weird. Yeah, because I got a mohawk. Nice. Wait, what? Why? Because <laughs> I felt like pissing everyone in my family off. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> so. <laughs> so 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 like you know obviously like me and this girl kind of kind of start dating and like. 
after a week, she's like, so uh, why haven't you asked me for a blowjob yet? I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question. I was like, because I'm lame and I'm saving myself for marriage? And then, like, a few days later, she's like, you know, I could send you some nude selfies to help you fall asleep at night. And I'm like... How would that help? I'm like... Based. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm good. Like... The amount of just, I'm like, I'm going to gloat and just like the amount of stuff I turned down in high school, just, it'd make you guys weep. Like the average insult would be raising it, like raging at me right now. But like, so then, so then I I mean, I I believe, I'm I'm pretty mad right now. I especially didn't look good in like high school. Like even I had some game. Yeah. So, but you know, so like after about two weeks, I'm like, all right, I'll take this girl out on a date. So I go to meet her dad, like an honest human being does. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, she, she I, I go there and it turns out it's her stepdad. Her mother remarried because her previous father, like her actual biological dad, was like sexually molesting her. And so the mom got out of the relationship and married this new guy who is six foot five, black as night, 230 pounds of all muscle and a cop. Damn. And this guy's like, uh, so what's your plan with my daughter? I'm like, absolutely nothing. <laughs> I'm like, what? I, my plan for her is to not end up in jail by the end of the week. You're like, sir, um, I think you should you know, be more I, concerned I about use, her. I used to use this line in high school that did not do well for me. And I would say, uh, what was your plan with girls in high school? And they didn't like that answer. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure if you had asked that to him, he would have said, "I would arrest them." <laughs> so, uh, cop do. so, so we go on a date, and it, it's Unga pretty bunk. like it's it's pretty kosher. She's actually like, getting mad at me. She's like, "Why won't you sleep with me? Am I not worth it to you?" And I'm like, "I just don't want to sleep with you. Like, I don't want to sleep with people. Period." And she's getting like mad at me, and then finally she's like, "Is it because I'm 15?" Whoa. <laughs> and I was like, record stop. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I bet you were doing her gut in the situation. I was like, all right, Let all right. Let me tell you. You told me you were 18. All right, I'm 18. I haven't dated a girl who's younger than 18 now because Idaho is real funky about that. And oh. it's like, you told me you were 18. So uh, I dropped her off at her dad's house and then just ghosted. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I like deleted and blocked her number, like everything. I was like, I ain't, I, I ain't does. going to prison today. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for doing the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, well, like, it, it's that whole episode of Family Guy with like, what was it, Brian or Quagmire, where it's like the girl had lied to get into the bar with a fake ID. Um, I don't know. I've never watched Family Guy uh, for more than like ten minutes. Yeah, that I mean, sounds I, familiar. I, I was like, "All right, deuces, I'm out." <laughs> I've, I've seen many uh, uh, f- Quagmire funny moments uh, uh, compilations, but I, I can't remember of of any particular ones. Yeah, so it's it, it was just it, you know it was like one of those things where I'm like, "Damn, like it, like what the hell?" Like it, it was just so weird to me because I was like completely lied to. She's like, "Yeah, I'm 18." <laughs> it's like this <laughs> whole time. Cool? <laughs> Like, and, and I like told her, I was like, yeah, I'm uh, 18, you know, uh, I, I leave state in like six months to go on a mission, blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, duh, you not sleep with me because you figured out I was 15. I was like, well, now I'm not even talking to you anymore. Later. Yeah, pretty much. And that's the story of how Moth started carting bitches. <laughs> that's when Moth absolutely started going to cougarsforyou.com. 
<laughs> wait, 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 wait. Actually, good tie tangent. You know that, like, the Sci-Fi Channel and Comedy Central, like, for those of you who still watch cable, like, after 9 o'clock are pretty so, much like, no nothing one... but sh- bad dating websites and sex hotlines? Based. Yeah, I've seen I've seen many uh, uh, farmersonly.com ads. <laughs> right, right. Like, do you remember, I think it was actually late 2000s, maybe early 2010s, like, they actually had one where it was like cougars looking for young guys to plow. And that was the entire day. It was free for young guys to sign up and they could hook up with cougars in their area. This is sick. <laughs> I, I remember I remember those ads and I used to jerk off to those ads. So yes, I'm, I remember. Exactly. Let's see your cougar dating site. <laughs> I think it was called fucking... Senior Sizzle. Senior oh. Sizzle, I think it's something else. Oh, nothing makes nothing makes the the loins dry uh, harder than the words senior sizzle. Senior sizzle. <laughs> now that makes some that makes some moist. I like that. Meet one. the hottest seniors in Anchorage. There's a hundred and four million active members, and I'm assuming <laughs> it's like only active because half of them haven't published their death certificate. What <laughs> <laughs> of these? One of these photos, I kid you not, is just a woman's nipples poking through her sweater, and it is being advertised to me. Uh, I wonder if people jerked off to those. And, and I know, I know for a fact these are actual profiles in Anchorage because half these girls look like they style their hair with like motor oil, <laughs> like silver I, like, fox, well, more like fucking. You're dead. Like while we're talking right now, I'm saving this photo and I'm just like, I'm, I'm sending. <laughs> this is it the to second you guys podcast in a row, or maybe maybe it was like two weeks ago at this point, but where we talk about uh, old person pornography. <laughs> no, it is the second one in a row. Okay, oh, I had forgotten. Oh. Hey, there was two weeks hey, ago. Uh, hey, Frog, you, you playing video games lately? <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, played Breath of the Wild. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There's the list of cougars in my area, Mike. Uh, what and, have I and, played lately? Is <laughs> in order to get out of this weird, weird, weird I, hole. I, I've been, I've been playing, uh, 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. Hey, I was actually going to ask you about that. Um, so I'm kind of glad you brought it up, but, uh, what's the game about? I know it's like a visual novel, oh. but. Okay. Visual novels so, aren't video games. Uh, so it is. 13 Sentinel Igus Rim is the latest video game by Vanillaware, who uh, make fantastic video games that just aren't popular mm-hmm. for some reason. Like, uh, Maybe because they're bad? Wait, wait, who's, I mean, the, who's the, the developer again? Vanillaware. Uh, Vanillaware. Yeah, uh, some of them have um, been bad. Like, the uh, first Odin Sphere release was bad, but then they did a remaster for PS4. That's phenomenal. Why is it that when I typed in Vanillaware, the first picture oh, is just a the... robot spreading her legs and getting railed by a railgun? I like Muramasa. Uh, yeah, Muramasa is one of the ones that is just good, mm-hmm. actually. This is the picture that pops up when I type in Vanillaware. It's just a lolly robot getting just slammed anyway, by a railgun. Uh, 13 Sentinels, I guess, Rim. It is. It, it is. <laughs> Essentially, it is a love letter to fiction, but more specifically to science fiction. Um, now, I will say this: if you if you've never like, uh, have you looked at this at all? It's not just a visual novel. There is like a gameplay aspect of it. Oh, this looks so bad. Um, I, I the gameplay uh-huh. is like a a mix between RTS and tower defense, where you like have to defend a point from oncoming waves of aliens with. Uh, four different style of mechs, and each mech has like each each individual pilot has their own pros and cons. Like there are some moves that only certain pilots can learn, and and high like 
uh, highlight levels of play, like uh, can like have individual pilots that pilot the same mech but play completely differently. Like um, like I have I have one character who uh, she's in one of the flying mechs, and they are they they like have very low health. But they can they can like travel through the air, so they aren't like blocked by obstacles and stuff. Um, but this particular flying one uh, is suited out so that uh, she can go into fighting, use her attacks, and like if someone attacks her, she will counter it. And uh, she also has a higher defense because of it, and it creates like this very like you can very easily personalize the gameplay of like each individual unit. Is it, how's is it, the that, customization? Is it like card based or something? Because like, no, I was running paladins just, where like every character is like set things that you can fuck with, so it becomes cool. So the way it works is that at, when you play a round, you earn, uh, and you also get them whenever you finish a route in the uh, in the main game. You get, um, I think they're called microchips. They're called something like that, uh, and you can spend those for uh, upgrade paths and uh, for passive bonuses and stuff like that. Uh, you can also upgrade, like, um, uh, there are super abilities you can use at any time that are pretty cool. Uh, they, they can just help you, uh, like, there are certain levels where you'll be swarmed by small enemies. And, like, the small enemies, they'll die in a single hit, but we're talking, like, hundreds of them. Um, like, even thousands on some screens. Uh, you can use an attack that called EMP Burst, which is like a super ability you build up over time. And it will just immediately kill all the small units. Uh, it doesn't do a lot to big units, but it also calls like flying units to be grounded, which allows your like ground-based forces to a- attack them. There is like a surprising amount of depth in what is like twenty percent of this game. Twenty percent. Uh, yes, there, there, <laughs> you can replay like all the missions on different difficulties. In fact, if you do, if anyone does get this game, highly recommend playing it on the hardest difficulty for the battle sections. Because otherwise, it's pretty easy. Um, but yeah, the hard most of this hard. game, <clears throat> most of this game is just very fantastic, like expertly woven narrative about. I mean, I haven't even beat it yet, and I don't want to like tell anybody because like there are spoilers, man. Like it's all over the place. Uh, but like you have everything here. You have Terminator references. Uh, you have uh, one of the characters. Uh, is a reference to an obscure Japanese, uh, uh, like, detective action series called Sukiban Deka, which I only barely know about. Uh, Like, War of the Worlds is name-dropped once because it's public domain, so they get to do that. Nice. Like, it's it's everything. Like, if you like science fiction, and I don't mean, like, tastelessly referencing these things. If you like science fiction, there will be a really like well like well-worn reference to it in the narrative. And if you notice it, you'll be like, that's really cool. But if you don't notice it, it's still completely inobtrusive. What was that movie like, that that did that uh Ready Player One, I think? <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> Let's hamfist everything the game. It is it is very much the opposite of Ready Player One. <laughs> Man, well, you can say it was the opposite, one, right? Well, you, you know, Ready Ready Player One actually falls into my sci-fi category as We Are Bob. Um, I know, I know, I, I run the shtick of being the dumb guy on the podcast, and I am 
but I'm actually pretty sure I read more books than the rest of the podcast combined. No, dude, you're the strong guy. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but what I'm like doing my what I'm doing my Classic cardio like if it's positivity. If if it's a if it's a stair climber day, I'm going through books. And Ready Player One and We Are Bob fall into the same category for me of just like we gave a high school atheist the like a publishing deal and he wrote shit. Wait, wait. Uh, I don't know what We Are Bob is. Yeah, it, I'm it's looking it up does right now. Atheism have to do with Ready Player One. Did you not read the actual book? No. Yes, I did. The, the the author can't go a chapter without being like, God's not real. Oh! And it's like in the dumbest way possible. Wait, are, re- oh. Ready Player One or We Are Legion? Or We Are Bob? Ready, well, both of them do it, actually, because We Are Bob has an, or, uh, um, my Oh, gosh. It's We Are Legion, We Are Bob is the second book. Um, Ready Player One is a story of a but, white savior who can't do nothing uh, no, but bad. It's, it's, it's Reddit the book. Yes, it is. And it but, is. But, like, there's no, like, a, there's no atheist subtext in it. There that. is tons of atheist subtext in it. Because all of Reddit is just, like, lowbrow our atheism. Oh, I get it. Because it's like Reddit, you're like, well, then it has to be atheistic, no, but too. Read, like, at least the first three chapters again. And I see read how many the times... entire book. I used to love that book. See and how many times he mentions, awful. like, God's not real or God's dead. Like, if you want good sci-fi that handles... Oh, oh if you want to argue... Like, I think there's a reference to Nietzsche in there. God, like, but that's like... But there's that, a reference to everything. The dude loads his shotgun with pop culture reference. I'm surprised, like, the book doesn't come with a free Funko Pop these days. Yeah. It's very much that... It, it's very much that energy. I won't argue with it. Hey, like, hey, if, Frog, you want, you, if you want a good book that did uh, Ready Player One better in every single way, listen to Heroes Die or read Heroes Die. Hey, Phenomenal hey, sci-fi book. Three. Hey, hey, a phenomenal sci-fi book about corporatist utopia or dystopia. Hey, hey, uh, hey Frog. Yeah. So, uh, do, do you want to take a, a like a you know step aside and let them do their thing? We can go <laughs> make our own. <laughs> Actually, Kevin, uh, you I've might. taken a step aside for about a year and a half at this. Point. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's similar. I, I feel like you're the only other person who would read this book series. It's it's actually the most popular fantasy book series right now. But I feel like you're the only person who might read it. Um, do you series. read the Stormlight Archive at all? I've never heard of it. Oh, have have I, either of you, like my actual co-hosts, have you, either of you read the Stormlight Archive at all? No, no. The, the Way of Kings. I don't know what this is. I'm, if if you name it a fourth time, I might get it. Okay, uh, so it's the Way <laughs> of Kings. Do it. Do it. <laughs> words of Radiance. Like n- not okay. Don't fine, know whatever. It. Never mind. I'm I'm done. I'm just I read Percy Jackson. Uh, I mean, have you have you ever read fucking Socrates in Love? Socrates. Socrates. Socrates in Love. It's pronounced Socrates. Is it? I mean, no, 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 no. When I say it's pronounced Socrates, I mean the book is pronounced. Okay, Socrates. that's really funny. It's weird. I, I mean, no, but that's also not the most popular fantasy series currently running. Okay, but that, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I, I could name any number of, like, things that I I would think are popular, okay, but here, that are there's, not There's actually. a difference between a 2004 manga that nobody gives a rat's ass about. And the, I'm not even kidding when I say it is currently the most popular fantasy series. You go to Audible and those books are listed. You go to Amazon oh, Fantasy oh, Series, it's at the top of the list. Like... You it's go like to Barnes and I don't know anything about popular music. You go to Barnes and Nobles, and right in front of you is like the f- four books of the Stormlight Archive. Mo- 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 Moth's over here and be like, what do you mean you've never heard of Creed? 
Like, I don't care. The band, the boxer, the like, what are you talking about? I mean, I was, I was going to say a different band, but I forgot their name, and I didn't want to stall the joke, so I just did the first band that came out of my head that was Creed. Isn't that also Sting, where Sting came from? No. What, what is Sting? Is he from the Scorpions? He's from I mean, the that's human a wrestler. <laughs> no, that Sting isn't a wrestler. Sting is the guy from the Dune movie in the 1980s. Uh, ex- excuse you. Sting is a wrestler. He's he's very popular. He was very movie. popular in the nineties. But if I Google Sting right now, I get the musician. I uh, I, I like would see a Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, he was the police. <laughs> I like Blink One Eighty Two. You mean Steve Borden, Mike? Hey, hey uh, Kev, what do you think about like uh, Blink's like comeback album from <laughs> like uh, five years ago? That was... wait, 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 Mike, are you going to tell me that? you like you this like show Sting? Has the energy California? of like of like two parents fighting, and then they ask their child to like take their side. <laughs> wait, 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 Mike, are you going to tell me that you like Sting more than Mick Foley? Uh, I mean, when I started watching wrestling, Nick, uh, Mick Foley was just like, uh, he was just a commentator, so. Well, okay, Mick motherfucking has spent hundreds and thousands of hours in his life helping a domestic abuse Oh, sorry, sorry, I stuff. thought you meant, I thought you meant, uh, I, when you said Mick Foley, I thought you meant, uh, uh, Jerry the King Lawler for some reason. Why would you think, you guys, 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 I'm, I'm the guest and he asked me something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, he's getting—he's he's getting commanding now. <laughs> he's been on once, and now he's got the command grabs and the text. Like, he asked me a question. I want to answer it. <laughs> I also want to hear the he's, he's, uh, boss, boss is like, I, I regret asking this guy to come back. <laughs> no, I—I I, I like my my, my moth. I I, I I like having Kevin on here because he's a nice little breakup to like the normal crap we do. Are we ever going to talk about the animes that we're supposed to talk about this week? Kev wants to answer a question. <laughs> All right, what's the question, Kev? Uh, you were talking about California, right? Hotel California. Uh, I, I don't think it was California. Uh, neighborhoods. Um, neighborhoods. That's the one. That was the comeback album. Uh, wait, wait, who did neighborhoods? Uh, Blink One Eighty Two. Blink One Eighty Two. Uh, no, their comeback album was California. No, that's what uh, he said. Well, yeah, they had two comeback albums. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, I would say California was a better comeback album than, yeah, the Neighborhoods. Because they were just like, you know what, our lead singer sucks, let's get the guy from the Alkaline Trio to do his job. And he did it way better. Thank you, Kev. I love, love Matt Skiba. Um, Nine was not a good album, though. I, I think that Nine was a, kind of a step up from California. I gotta disagree. California was probably their best album since Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. But I actually outright hated some songs on Nine. So. See, I just, I didn't feel anything for any of the songs in Nine. I was like, eh, okay, whatever. But like California, you got bangers. You got Kings of the Weekend. You got Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, you got phenomenal songs. Yes, yes. That's, I mean, because of that album, I do want to build a pool to get some naked dudes. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, Why are we talking about music for the second time in a row? (laughs) The music discussion from the last episode was the best part. What's that? Can we just talk about the fact that Insane Clown Posse hasn't had a good album since The Great Malenko, and they put out two albums a year? Insane Clown Posse has an album? Dude, Insane Clown Posse puts out an album every four months. It blows my mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. In, better question. Insane Clown Posse has any good albums? Yeah, asking. the Great Malenko. That's, that's what I meant to ask. 
I've I've never actually heard their music, but when I think of Insane Clown Posse, uh, there's an episode of The Office where uh, <laughs> Dwight, where Dwight he uh, he tries to start a like a daycare, and he puts Insane Clown uh, he puts a poster of In- Insane Clown Posse in there, and <laughs> and he's like, see, it, it's for kids. <laughs> <laughs> Man. But 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 yeah, the last the last Blink One Eight Two album I listened to was Neighbor uh, Neighborhood. Uh huh. Um, and I remember I bought that the day it came out, and I hate that album. <laughs> it's Holy I think crap. it had I they think have it had like two good songs. Insane Clown Posse has been around since nineteen ninety two, and they have thirty two thousand albums. I think you're talking about Slipknot. No, this is this. I'm actually on their their discography page on Wikipedia right now. I'm, I'm missing they have you know. 15 <laughs> studio albums, 17 compilation albums, 43 music videos, 90 P's, 53 singles, and two B sides. These guys may actually be okay. the most accomplished musical Moth, group of all time. Moth, I just want to point out uh, what you just told us does not equal 15,000 albums. <laughs> was, I'm sure that was an exaggeration. They're, they're like Viper the rapper. Just like at this point with how much stuff they've put out. I don't want to talk about, I don't want to give, I don't want to talk, the only time I want to talk about the insane clown posse is is if we're going to talk about how like they're two like kind of wholesome guys and like one of them has a daughter that's like a furry and that's cool. He's very supportive of her. You know the weirdest, I would say the weirdest thing about insane clown posse is if you actually listen to their music, which I, I went through a phase about two years ago, I was like, I need to see what everybody is, like why people like ICP. So I downloaded all their albums and forced myself to listen to all of them. How did you um, come out? Uh, you know, honestly, I just deleted them all. He's off my the man iTunes. we see before us today. That's how we came. <laughs> no, out. No, 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 no! Don't give me that because I heard that Ariel story. <laughs> <laughs> no, they um, they they have this like weird thing where it's like respect people, but once they give you consent to do something, just straight up raw dog it. Like that is the moral I get from pretty much all their albums. Like, I know more about the... Here's the deal. Insane Composite is incredibly popular in the American South. Who would have thought? No kidding. I know a, I know a lot where about Fuego Insane Composite. I, I, you know what? Um, fair to Fago, it's actually not that bad of a drink. Just saying. Dude, the cod candy um, Fago's pretty good. Uh, I know a I know a lot about the Insane Clown Posse. I have dated Juggalettes. Dude, they are the best. They're called Juggalettes? <laughs> yes, they're called Juggalettes. Dude, Juggalettes are the best when it comes to makeup, hands down. Um, I do not ever want to talk about this band ever again. I, no, no, but like I've, dating Juggalettes is like mm, Juggalo. That, that's a, that's a, a guilty equivalent? pleasure of mine. Yeah, Juggalo's the male, male equivalent. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, like Juggalettes is like a guilty pleasure of mine. This is definitely someone's cup of tea, and it's not mine. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm just I'm just googling Juggalette on Bing right now, and it's Jesus like Christ. it is the best white trash you will ever see in your life. Oh, it's a I'm just googling Juggalette on Bing as a sentence I didn't ever want to send <laughs> like, in front of me. I it's... can smell this picture just looking at it, but it doesn't mean any of these girls are any less attractive. It's a Juggalette, juggalette in Spanish. On Bing. It's Hugala. <laughs> it's Hugala in Spanish. Hugala. 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 It is like. It's like one of the most disgusting and attractive pictures I've ever seen in my life, and I just sent it to the group. Let's see it. Oh, oh, oh. 
Uh, here you go. Here's, delete, here's another one. This, this is the spirit of the American South right here is the second pick. I don't want to. Don't tell me pictures right the now. We spirit see of this. the American South. Yeah, and also that. I was going to say that, but then you had to <laughs> talk about the American content. South. If you want to talk about the American South, we'll talk about how we are people obsessed with losing. We'll do that. Oh, no. Like, here's even better. I have an entire Second Life page dedicated to somebody who makes custom Juggalette avatars. Uh, what, what was Grand, Grand Blue Dreamin? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm good. Grand okay, Blue okay. Dreamin. So let, me, let me break down this myself. show for all. Please, because Mom, tell, uh, before we talk about it, this show, yes, uh, Grand. I, I want you to, huh? Please. Okay, so here, here's the thing. If, if if our audience hasn't figured it out yet, I I hate serious anime. I don't believe anime as a medium should ever be used to convey serious messages. This is stupid. <laughs> I'm killing myself right now <laughs> because I don't we, believe we have should be used to tell. Well, like a, we have Bollywood. <laughs> Bollywood does drama way better than anything anime could ever attempt. What? Yeah, Bollywood's got better uh, cho- choreography to do drama than anime could ever hope to. I almost, Moff, I almost started clapping, and I knew it would fuck up my my, my editing. <laughs> Get on topic, please. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm explaining why we watched Grand Blue Dreaming, and so, so it's uh, Mike has had us on a very depressing tangent lately, and actually, Kevin is partially to blame for it because he made me watch the, the Ovas. Of You're welcome, monster. <laughs> but it, you liked the Maiden Abyss movie. I, I, I liked it because I also like torture porn, but that's another conversation entirely. Whoa. Gosh, dude, I'm just looking at these pictures and I can smell them from my screen. Uh, uh, okay, Grand Blue Fantasy. Grand Blue Fantasy. No, no, Grand Blue Fantasy is bad. Grand Blue Dreaming is good. Why do we the have only... to get our guest to, to be like the, re, the, 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 the wrangler here? The, this is the worst. Yeah, Mike. Oh, no, it's not his excuse fault. me! Fuck you! <laughs> By the way, the only good anime that ever came from a gacha game is, uh, is, uh, God, Rage of Bahamut. <laughs> Grand Blue Fantasy is not good, but Grand Blue Dreaming Get is different. Get topic, please! So, Grand Blue Dreaming is a manga that started as an anime. It's a slice of life. It wait, truly wait, is a wait, slice wait. of life. Uh, I would agree. I would agree. Okay. I know so you called it. A, a, I know Mike uh, told you that it was a comedy in the, in the, the last well, episode. Definitely, it's a comedy. Yeah, yeah. but I, it's well, definitely a slice of life. So it it was a slice of life manga, and it takes place in a it it's it, it, it's a topic we don't talk about a lot because we get a lot of uh, and and by we I mean the anime industry. Wait, hold on, Moth. I think that uh, you should definitely give a in your face to uh, to Mike. In your face. I don't know. Um. No, no, fuck you. I, this is a com. I have watched three episodes of the show. It is a comedy. It is a I don't slice care of if you life. Say it's, it's, I don't care if you want to say it's a slice of life. It's, it, there's, no sli- there's no life being sliced would, here. Would you say it's The Office gags. is a slice of life? Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah, then and this is a slice of life. This is not well. the same as thing. This is not even close to The Office. You're welcome. So, so okay. <laughs> So it takes it takes place in college, which is actually I really enjoy that because I'm so sick of high school animes that a comedy that takes place in college is a breath of fresh air for me. Uh, the entire premise is a guy goes back to his hometown to go to college, basically, or if not his hometown, uh, the town where he's got family because he gets into a college and he's looking to join a club and he ends up joining the diving club, uh, the college's diving club. And it basically just becomes Blue Mountain State, the anime. It is. Okay. No, I've I've seen and love Blue Mountain State. Fuck you. They're, they're not comparable. They are absolutely the, is, comparable. It's got the, hazing. 
Is that Copious the... amounts of alcohol and STDs. Is that the Pocket Pussy show? Yeah, yeah, that's the Pocket Pussy show. Where the guy it's can't... It's the one where the dude takes a dump for his drug test. Uh... No, that's, that's uh, Out Cold. Oh! I'm thinking of Out Cold. Which is one of my favorite movies. Because that was like Zach Galifianakis at his peak. <laughs> okay, so now that Moth has uh, introduced uh, the show that he likes... Um... This show sucks real hard. <laughs> well, let me let me let me say this. So what they did in the anime, um, the mangaka got in a lot of trouble because underage drinking is a bigger problem in Japan than it is in America. They have a ton of un- underage drinking. So Frog disappeared. So it's just me talking to you guys. So he won't get this part. Um, it, they, they got a lot of underage drinking, and so what he did is this manga has a lot of eighteen-year-olds getting drunk. Like it's a ton. Of 18-year-olds getting drunk. That's the entire show. And uh, the mangaka gets in trouble for it. And they're like, so you're promoting underage drinking, which is something we're trying to combat, is the Japanese government. He goes, no, 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 no. As soon as he opens the door, as soon as he opens the door to the diving shop, he gets isekai'd into a world where the legal age to drink is 18. That is... That is his defense for why there's a ton of underage drinking in the animes. He gets isekai'd to a world where the legal age to drink is 18. You know the thing you just was uh-huh. the thing you just said a response to me saying it sucks. Because no, it no, no. I'm, I'm giving you guys backstory. <laughs> so in the anime, what they did is they raised raised the age of the main characters that nobody in the anime is under eighteen. They're all twenty. Oh, that's that's really interesting, Moth. This show sucks. <laughs> I just but you do, know do that you makes not... so much sense. Yeah, at the beginning of every episode. They have a they have a disclaimer that's like underage drinking is a serious problem in Japan. Oh, Please they did do, do that. I mean, yeah. I never bothered to read it, but I, Mom, there was a huge Kevin, disclaimer. Stop being when you impressed. Please stop. Huh? So I, 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 that was fun trivia. I can't help the fact that Mike has no taste in anime. I okay. Positives. I think the opening is I. Re, it's really fun. It is the it's, best it, DDR track I've ever heard. Uh, that that, that, that sounds bugs. Like, <laughs> it gets you it's really funny. like. Hyped. Yeah. I, 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 the, my only issue with the opening is that they pronounce amor as amore. Dude, but it, it works. Phonetically, it works for the beat. It's also just kind of joking uh, about French, that's all. Yeah. Fuck you. Uh, wait, amor is. Amor is French. It's Italian. So, so it's when I was, French. uh. It's, no, it's, it's part of the romance languages. When, it's all the same. When I was watching this show, I, I was watching it on the, on the treadmill. That's usually when I do most of my anime yeah. watching. And uh, when this song comes on, I was just like. I was, I was, anyway, I was dancing. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Uh, yeah, so that, that's a positive. Um, I think... Yeah, the ending, too. The ending is actually kind of fun. It's cool. It's like a fun... Yeah, it's, oh, oh, were they, they, uh, were they like, karaoke. are apologizing for getting drunk during karaoke? No, 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 they're just karaoke. This, yeah, they yeah. just are karaoke. Yeah. Just, um, I think the character designs are pretty much, like... Fine. I don't want to <laughs> say... Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, they're, like, they're just, they're all distinct, Wait, when you, you guys were watching, even did you get to the episode where they had different. to play tennis? No, you didn't. No, we watched the twice. first three episodes. Okay, I, I, I'm trying to remember what episode the tennis episode is. I think that might be number five. The last episode we watched is when they were trying to get the the lady to trying uh, to date go... rape the lady into doing the pageant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trying to date rape her into a beauty pageant. Oh yeah. God, yes. That that entire anime is what what, and obviously it doesn't work for you and Frog. But I was talking to Frog about this before you joined the call, Mike. The, the funny thing is, there's one joke in the entire... There's two jokes. Get drunk, get naked. Those are the two jokes. And no, 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 no. The, the two jokes are, 
get drunk, get naked as a single joke, and then the other one is girl sees you get drunk, get naked, and goes yeah. baka or pervert or something. Yeah, yeah and, and and so those are those are pretty much the, actually no when they were helping him move in and they kept rearranging his room. You cannot tell me you weren't laughing. I was not. That laughing. was a variation of get naked because it was just being embarrassed. You know, my favorite thing from these three episodes that uh, we watched was when uh, you know he's he's having breakfast the next morning and and the, the guys are trying to like you know like hey uh, we're gonna go do this thing today and he really doesn't want to go. And, uh, and then the 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 sister the you know the Onechan of the cousin. Show, cousin she's she's like you know do you even know what your room looks like? <laughs> I also love how this dude is literally just uh, does not care. He wants to get with his his, his person who's also his cousin. Isn't so. yeah? He absolutely wants to smash his cousin. Like, Both his cousins. What what's nice is the main character is completely irredeemable, and yet they don't try to make him redeemable wait, in wait, any way, what? shape, or form. Wait, he's he's irred he. Get, the main character like just gets pulled into these situations he doesn't want to be a part I mean, of. He's a garbage thing. person. Yeah, his but then he sinks into it. His two senpais, the guys you think should be absolute pieces of human trash because they're like 22-year-old alcoholics, yeah. are actually the most redeeming characters in the show the longer it goes on. Because you find out like they hold down stable jobs, they're honest guys, like they don't cheat on their girlfriends, like they're they're just like good dudes. And yet you have these two guys who look down on their senpais who are just absolute trash bag human beings yeah no I it's like we watched a different show Grandpa no, James I, no is I agree completely... yori's a piece of shit <laughs> yeah the main character's a garbage no, i i don't think he's like i don't think he's a paragon of virtue i think he's a college kid keiki is also a great character as well the fact that they never good. sexually prey on her actually made me really happy while who's i was that? watching who's that uh, Keiki is, uh, she was the girl that was in the tennis club that joins them, I think. Don't like, know Ips. that. <laughs> thanks, 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 Moth. I'm glad that that character is nice and pure. That character we didn't see. <laughs> you should have seen You're it. You watched three welcome. episodes. Yeah, we watched three episodes. You told us to watch three episodes. Don't expect us to watch more. I, I also I also really liked when, uh, you know, when uh, the older sister, not the Onechan, uh, she says, you know, she's talking to her friend about, uh, you know, male sec- male sexuality, and uh, we find out in the ep- oh, in episode yeah. three that the friend is this you know really promiscuous friend. He's a lollicon. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, what? no, no. What? No, she's like she thinks that uh you know that she thinks that uh he's gay. He's gay. Oh, he's bi. Like yeah, <laughs> uh, she thinks he's bisexual. That actually, that I thought was fine. That was kind of funny. That, that, that character there, was the there only was character was I actually one... like in the whole show. Because there was one joke in each episode that made me laugh. And considerably hard. Mm-hmm. That was one. Uh, the other one was uh, like there was the, whenever they were doing the uh, "Here's your water" bit in the first episode, and it, and it was just, just alcohol uh, caught yeah. it on fire every I time. Funny like, if they repeat it like seven times. That's, that's what that's, stopped being funny. That's what I was saying though. Is the best part about Grand Blue Dreaming is there's two jokes that they tell over and over and over that's, again. That's a bad thing. That's old. not good. They do get old. Okay, here's like, another thing though. Grand but Blue hold Dreaming. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, to its credit, it's a uh, mechanic or it's an exercise of creativity to tell the same joke over and over and over and over and over. I would, and over I would agree over. if the punchline ever changed. Exercise the monotony of anything. So, but another thing about no, Grand Blue Dreaming that's actually really, really good <laughs> is 
Grand Blue Dreaming by far has some of the best single panel frames. I like if you freeze frame a bunch of different scenes in the anime, like all the faces always look good. Like, I, I hated that. Moth Moth, you know what? You're completely right. I do think Asabe Asabe is a good show. Asabe Asabe, yeah. No, but like which this, is just this show. The, Asabe Asabe is a better show, and it's just this, but actually it's funny. Asabe Asabe, to be. I don't it's Asabe. Oh, is this the one about the middle school girls? It yes. Looks like tr- no, there's no men in this anime at all. It just looks like hot garbage. That, that's not how you this determine is, this, quality. Yeah, so it, this it is where is. we go back to the early one of these images of, of one of these quality. girls this show is pregnant. Very, very poor production quality. Okay. Uh, mis- one mis- of these Mr. girls Moth. is pregnant. Mr. Moth. Wait, was she drinking? No, the, the, one of these middle school girls is like straight up pregnant in one of the first pictures that pops up on Bing. That's because she's like pretending to be pregnant. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I understand Wait, why Mike likes this. Really it has pregnant from middle schoolers. That she's pretending. M- Mr. Moth, I, I have a question for you. Okay. What did you think, because, you, you know, this is a show that you picked. Um, what did you think of all the male nakedness? I love it. Why? It's funny once. <laughs> well, it's you got to realize, like, it's it, not it, even funny the first time either. I, I when I when the when he opens the door in the first episode, I was like, oh. No, okay. the, fun, the funny part about that scene was not the, the naked men; it was the fact that he closed the door, and I, th- I thought that was kind of funny. Well, he and like tried also, to reset then it, the it world. Went to the intro, and then after the intro, it goes back, and he just opens the door. Yeah, again. like that, that was that? a good. Why? Because, um, well, I mean, the reason I ask ask you, Moth, is because I know that you you're kind of on record of of not liking etchy shows, right? It's not etchy though. Like, no, this, well, like no, I mean, <laughs> no, but it's like it's, I'm trying to bridge the gap between <laughs> girl nakedness bad, male nakedness good. Because this, there's there's a difference. When, generally, a when you show a guy dudes is not etchy. Generally, when you show a guy being naked, it's for comedic purposes. Um, a lot of the time, if you want to have a guy be sexually attractive for a girl, That's just because there are there are different things that you do. <laughs> yeah, there's different things that you do. Most of the time, if a girl is naked, it's not for comedic purposes. What's funny is Grand Blue Dreaming actually has scenes with like scantily clad or naked women that aren't sexual but are actually funny. They, they manage to use it in a joking way that's not etchy. See, but the reason that I hate it is because they're all super muscular and I'm not. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I like it because they're super muscular, and this is something I can aspire to. What's that? I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said last. Oh, it's it's these guys. The thing I is like these guys are super muscular, and it's something I'm aspiring to, and it's something that I'm working on. Okay, right, so literally, the only reason Moth likes this show is because it's poop fart jokes, and he wants to be the hot guys that he think are hot. I think what I said when I was watching the show is that I think this just ticks enough boxes to, for Moth to like it. And don't yeah. need to do anything else. <laughs> it, it's it, it's kind of okay. Good example, all right. Symphogear is a series that I really it's like. Hot garbage because because it takes boxes. Like I it, like if you said like I could sit down and show you a scene I think is cool, but it doesn't actually look that cool unless you're interested in what you're seeing. Which I'm not like, because it's just red, white, blue, and yellow with musical instruments. What? Uh, what? That 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 Brewster Teeth show, red, white, blue, and yellow. Ruby. Ruby, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's not that. It's not even kind of like Ruby. I'm pretty sure Symphogear and Ruby are the same anime. 
no. Is Ruby an anime? Yes. No. Well, you could call it that. That's what they call it. I mean, you could call it an anime, but, like, you're stretching definitions. Okay, yeah, This just then. looks like a crappy Magical Madoka thing going on here from these screenshots. All right, then I demand Cow and Chicken be an anime. It is. <laughs> Kev wins. <laughs> what? It's, uh, you win. You win the internets. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. You guys are all talking at the same time. What? <laughs> <laughs> Again, Kev's a better organizer than any of us ever have been. Yeah, no, it's uh, honestly Grand Blue Dream. Like getting back to Grand Blue Dreaming, it's it it, it it's a comedy. At the end of the yes. day, you have to go in lowbrow, dumb brain, and that's just not go, what a comedy means. I want to see jokes. <laughs> I want to see great you, reaction faces. You know what, I want to. Community is a show that is like absurdly funny. Community is halfway funny. The main character, but, the fact that everybody fawns over this piece of shit, kind of is weird to me. That's Though, the point. It's not... It, <laughs> you know, I have never been able to put anybody on Community. Everyone I show it to is like, eh. But it's I, so good, you know, but it, It's like yeah, my own know, What's funny, though, is Community has two of the best actors out there. And it's kind of sad that it's not better than it is. Because it's got Donald Glover. Yeah. And... It's got Donald Glover, and I'm trying to remember the other guy's name, the National Lampoon, Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Yeah. Yeah, it's got Donald Glover He's and so Chevy Chase. so good in it. Which, in its own, should just be, like, the best show. And, like, Danny Pudi does a really good job with Abed. Yeah. But Jeff really brings the show down. Yeah. No, I don't agree. Jeff, Jeff Winger, Jeff absolutely. Jeff is, like, the thing that brings the show together, if anything. He, no, He's a necessary no. component. The fact, yeah. that, the, the fact that Britta falls for him is just hot garbage. Yeah. Why? Because the she worst. Should. He's an irredeemable piece of shit. Everybody, sh- the show should end with everybody. Come back next him. week where we're talking about uh, community. I want to do the this. show. No, no, no. Like community should have gone the same way of Foster's imaginary home for friends. Where <laughs> as the show went on, people started to hate Blue more and more. Like actual cast members in the show started disliking Blue. Even Max started getting sick of Blue. Yeah, I remember. I, yeah, I totally remember that like interview with Coco after it ended, where Coco just like went off about how Blue was a piece of shit. I remember that. Yeah. No, but it, it was it was you know Lauren Faust, phenomenal content creator. Uh, she was working towards Foster's home, and I there's there's a theory that the last episode should have been that Max stopped coming to Foster's home because he was getting sick of Blue. Damn. By the end of the show, Blue was a completely irredeemable piece of hot garbage. Well, so I mean, Kev, to be fair, I mean, he the, the mall was a rip-off artist. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, okay. Um, anyways, uh, yes. Community's really good. Mike, did you say you never watch Community? I've never watched it, and you're make, this conversation is making me never want no, no, to no, watch it. No, 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 I'm just, I'm, all I'm saying, I'm, I'm, this is the last thing I'm saying on it, we should watch it at some point, not for the podcast, just in general, because it's very fun, I think you'd like so it. So did any of you, like, ever notice that, like, Dan Harmon actually has a pretty hot wife? Kev, tell me what your opinions on this show, this Grand Blue. Um. Okay. So Grand Grand Blue. Um. Not fantasy. Grand, <laughs> uh, Grand Blue, Blue Dreaming. Dreaming. <laughs> Grand Blue Dreaming. It was not for me, but like I was able to enjoy pieces of it. Like I I finished episode three and I was. Uh, you know, interested in going into the into the fourth episode, like you guys say uh, that you know he's irredeemable, but they sure try to make him redeemable with, you know, at least the the you know the main the main girl the the cousin, uh, where he has like the whole moment where he like goes underwater for the first time and and 
uh, finally understands the diving, even though even though nobody has really made an effort to show him why diving is so cool, and instead, you know, get just drunk and just getting water. him drunk. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm glad you're bringing up this scene because it's, it's the exact same next thing I was going to talk about because there is a thread of a show that could be theoretically good and interesting. Here's the thing. Yeah, about, I, I want to uh, talk about this too, but you keep you, you first, you first, you first. Like a show about a college student who's forced into a club and he gets to experience things that he never would have otherwise. That's actually and all the later episodes. Uh, episode like nine through twelve is all about them actually going diving together. I'm super glad that I have to get through eight <laughs> bad comedy They're episodes. Great. No, there's still comedy. He uh, he ends up in a room sleeping between the cousin he wants to bang and the promiscuous girl, and he ends up memorizing the entire diving instruction book because he can't sleep because he's too horny. <laughs> so it's the same joke. <laughs> yes, it's the uh, same joke. So I mean, episode three ended with uh, them getting the girl to join the um, the contest. Yeah, Kiki. Yeah. Oh no, uh, no, 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 not Kiki. That's where they get their cousin to join the contest. Yeah, the cousin. And so I wanted to see like that next episode where they're like setting it up for the for the contest, since you know they both have to join the or the you know they both the the two men the two the two. You just wanted to see a Yori dressed up like a girl, didn't you? That was pretty great. No, we, we didn't see it. That's in the fourth episode, Moth. I was making a joke. It's 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 a. Here's my problem, Mike. It's like you. When I mean, you watch I, anime. You have to find some like greater purpose to an anime. You have to be like, oh no, man, this totally opened my eyes. Moth, oh. No, it has Moth, to be funny. If this if this show was funny, that would be enough. That's it all I need. Look, it is actually, you are the first two people I've ever talked to. I've been like, man, that was the funniest damn anime I've ever watched. Excuse, okay, A, you you hang out almost exclusively with normies who don't watch anime. That is B, like, there was someone in our Discord server until recently named Candy, and you got Candy to watch it, and they liked it, and then they stopped liking it. Very quickly, because they realized it was the same joke over and over. Yes, but once again, as Kevin said, there is actually an art form to telling the same joke over and over again and having it be funny you every said. time. When Kev said that, he was joking! No, <laughs> I said was I was lying. <laughs> there is actually masterful storytelling and being able to tell the same joke over and over again and have it not get stale. The problem is you guys thought, thought it was stale from the moment it started, so of course you don't see the Yo, great Kevin, brilliance if, that is this anime. Kevin can make jokes like this that are way funnier than the show, that he Kevin should write a show. Uh, thank Bluff. you. Well, I mean, since you guys mention it, um, let me sit you guys and pitch you. Let me sit you guys down and pitch you an idea for a show oh, that shit. I have. Let's go. Uh, oh yeah. So I was thinking about. <laughs> Um, a show, or no, not not so much a show, but like a comic strip, uh, where like the joke every time is that uh, the okay, okay, well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm I'm rambling. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm I, I just I just wasn't expected to be put on the spot right now and, and actually <laughs> be told. I I, I was not expecting you know for you guys to kind of tell me like, hey, you Kevin, you could write a show. Well, thank you, I'm flattered. So I I want to take this opportunity though to to tell you guys. Okay, so I had this idea the other day when I was driving home from work, and I'm like, hey, when are you gonna be like this little like this little four four strips? I'm gonna beat you, four, Kevin. Uh, four comic. I'm gonna panel. drive to Montana and beat you. I, I definitely am in Montana, so uh, wait, I'll wait for you here. Um, but California and um. But it's okay. So this guy, 
it's like I don't know I don't know the name yet, but like this guy, he's like, hey, here's my friend, the communist, right? And so he's like, <laughs> it's a, <laughs> and but his friend isn't actually a commie, and he acts very normal, and and so the punchline every time is, uh, he's not a commie, but you know, it's just like, <laughs> okay. I haven't I haven't actually like sat down and storyboarded anything. <laughs> Seems like some weird Rocky and Bullwinkle spinoff. <laughs> Hey, you know what, Kev? I'm just going to say, I think you've got something here. Yeah. Because I think it's hilarious when the joke is the same every single time. <laughs> Are you kidding time. me? Frog is over here talking about how much he loves community, and the joke is the same every single time there. What? What? Hang on. Excuse me? Yeah, Thank you, Frog. Jeff is a piece of human garbage who redeems Thank himself you, at the very no, end every Jeff single episode. No, Jeff is charismatic and has to dig himself out of holes he makes for himself. Exa- so it's the same joke every single that, episode. That's a thing that can apply to a very the- many situations. <laughs> Okay, so I'm you, just saying, like, community and Grand Blue Dreaming are the same. So, no. so you guys think I got a You guys really think, think I got a shot at making a show? You know what? Oh, FX yeah, yeah, would pick it up. Thank, thank you. <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking about reaching out to Netflix, but... I'll, I'll FX will pick it up. They'll pick up more than Netflix ever will. See, there's not enough naked children in your show for Netflix to pick it up. But there's a fake commie. Nope, nope, nope. That's, that's still FX. I mean, ne- I mean uh, actually, it, it'd be... Uh... A real alt writer in FX would pick it up. <laughs> I wouldn't say I would not say Archer is alt right. So it, it's like what I was kind of thinking was like, hey, look at this guy over here. You know, he, he wants the social programs for all. You know, and then like, and he goes like, did he tell you I'm a commie? And he was like, yeah. And he goes, he's just a normal sock dim. I'm like, guys, I like. I, I just I just need you guys to know that. Wait, is this show about Donald Trump and making fun of Joe Biden? No, what? No, this is what about a regular doing, guy at the office who who thinks that his who thinks that his coworker is a commie, and so he's going around telling people that he's a commie. And then we're like, "Hey guys, uh, did he tell you that I'm a commie?" And then we're like, "No." <laughs> no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's telling everybody. I just wanted to let you guys know that I offered to pay for McDonald's today or some shit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm losing. I'm losing you a little bit. What's can you? What's the what's the main plot hook of this? Got to pick up the beat. The, the, he's not a communist, beats. but his buddy keeps putting him in situations. Oh, now in I get South it. South America. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, sorry, now I get it. Okay. Yeah. Bible Belt so, America. So, so there's a, so there's a so there's a fascist, right? Right? Am I getting this right? Oh man, that would be great, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I actually, I, I I have an idea for a comic that I've oh great. One oh. Day. So sure the premise is that there there are actual demon hunters run by the government. Okay, is... and, and, and I realize that a lot of animes are treading this path right now, but there's a lot of demon hunters, and to so become the a demon. Grandma Dreaming stars these two dudes who kind of try and uh, date rape a girl into making to, to do like this weird uh, com not communist. You have communist on my mind now. Can, can I tell my concept for for a comic, please? You, like you know, story? Moth. You know, Moth. Stick a cute demon girl on it, and we got a show. No, there, there's not going to be a cute demon girl on it. it to, to be a demon hunter, you have to have a link to the spirit realm so that the spirit can actually fight the demons for you because like, they're metaphysical beings. We can call her not Nezuko. Yes, yeah. not Nezuko. And so what actually has to happen is you find out the reason there are so few demon hunters is because <laughs> demon hunters go in in pairs of two to the Shit. academy. This is just and then they have to of- kill one of the other demon hunters and that demon hunter becomes a spirit. And they're linked to the demon hunter or to the demon world, uh-huh. and so it's the story of a woman who killed her husband to become a demon hunter. What is this mouthwash? That, that, that is, that's the story I want to do. That's so much more thought out than my idea. So. And yet, it's not as good. <laughs> 
that, that was mean. Yes. Chad, <laughs> that, yes. Was, that was really mean. <laughs> I... I like your I idea, feel Moth. Like Moth just actually bared his soul a little bit. <laughs> like the reason I never get serious about anything, you know, Grand Blue Dreaming is good, Golden Kamui is good, Doro Hetero is good, and you're being summoned to Oz's Elson is good. Go watch that. Oh my God! Again, actually, yeah, Twitter, it's Azazel. That's how you pronounce that angel's name. It's Azazel. It's Azazel. It's it's not. Right. Thank you, everybody, you know, you know, for yeah, joining right. us today like on the Bible. We Hate Anime Podcast. It's like a Bible The only figure. podcast that, oh my god, I want to die. Are we done already? Uh, yeah. It, uh, I mean, I mean unless you've got more to say. Okay, no, I actually want to talk a little bit more about this. Uh, cause, please, please. Cause, um, please, as long as it's not a pitching more shows. <laughs> I've had a lot of fun this episode. I don't know about you. But, uh, no. <laughs> Um, yeah, this uh, episode about, is just kicking Moth in the dick for an hour I, and a half straight. I wanted to talk about how this show would have been more interesting, because I think episode sorry, 2 Mike. or something, it's like, I, I'm like, okay, maybe this show will get into, like, just some cool, some cool interesting stuff about diving. Like, you know how, like, a lot of shows are just, like, like, uh, like how Hajime, like, Hajime Upo is, like, more about the art of boxing than it is about, like, a lot of other stuff, right? Yeah, but Frog Punch is such a redeeming episode. I don't know what that is. The, the episode where his buddy, like, learns how to do the crouching frog punch? I don't know what that is. Moth, Moth stop referencing episodes that you did not tell us to watch. <laughs> no, that's Hajime no Ippo. The frog punch episode. I, oh, none uh, of us have seen that. Uh, All right, whatever. I'm not saying anything about, bad about that. I'm saying good things about Hajime no Ippo, anything. I'm just saying that I wish that this show would have gone more into be like, oh, man, this is all this cool, accurate diving stuff. And then it was like, we use the mask to go down and... You can breathe under there. What's yeah. sad is that's the entire second half of the anime. The first half is just setting up all the characters okay. as irredeemable I would have monsters. been way more interested if the humor was offset by this interesting diving commentary. There's an entire episode where the blonde-haired guy's entire goal is to get the two girls to wear the plug suits from Neon Genesis Evangelion. This is not what I'm referring to at all. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I, this has nothing can I, to do with what I was saying. Can I ask you guys something? Go ahead. What's yeah. up? Uh, uh, all right. Um, I mean, I know that this is Mont's idea of a comedy. Like, what are your guys' ideas of comedy? Uh, Kaguya-sama season two is my favorite comedy anime to come out. Okay. <laughs> Thus, in this universe so far. Okay. Uh, my my favorite like comedy anime that just off the top of my head is is probably Magical Circle Guru Guru, which does like the goofy comedy thing, but also it. The the comedy's the B plot to the characters actually doing things. Okay, uh, mine. I like the, also, community's really good. Uh, mine, mine is uh, Sergeant Frog. I fucked. You know, I've never it. seen Sergeant Frog. Although I, I love Frog, like so I appreciate it. I think you would like. We should it. watch Sergeant Frog. Sergeant Frog sure. is really good. I actually have a you video have on Sergeant Frog. Do you? I haven't seen it. I will send it to you afterwards. Absolutely. I'm just... I'm so disheartened here because, like, <laughs> this is honestly one of my top five animes. Like, I don't... I I, I, okay, Moth, I, with a complete, complete, like, uh, like, I'm not, like, putting any jokes on faces on. I cannot comprehend how. If, if you were to ask me to just send you three comedy animes, like, 
Here's three comedies you should watch. I can understand Golden Kamui because I see like I can see no, a lot of charm Golden, Golden Kamui isn't it, it wouldn't be in the comedy section because Golden. No, I know. Kamui I'm, had, I'm just talking about shows in general that you like. You love a lot. I understand that. I can understand that. I can understand Jor Hudderow 100. I don't get it with this one at all. It just doesn't no, seem like, like that special at all. If you asked me to send you three comedies, like just hey Moth, give me three comedy animes, I would tell you Grand Blue Dreaming, Gintama, specifically the battle arc they did where they were trying to break plates on each other's face, and. Uh, Oz's Elson. Oh my god, Frog, I, I figured it out. What's up? He just laughs at the funny faces. I mean, yeah. That's it! That's the <laughs> whole thing! Have you guys ever seen the Gintama episode? It's like three episodes where like the three strongest characters get Goku'd because they're stuck on a toilet without toilet paper. What does getting uh, Goku'd mean? Getting Goku'd is like when he's the strongest character so they have to take him out of the show for a bit so that the other characters can get their ass beat. I see. No, I've not seen a single episode of Gintama. Kevin, have you seen that? Ep- those episodes where like they're all stuck on the toilet and they can't go out and fight because they have to wipe. No, I haven't seen Gintama either. It's like the force. Oh, I've read a chunk of the manga and I don't like it. It's just I, I, I you sent me a lot of clips out of context, Moth, and I, I, s- I haven't found them very funny. I've seen clips of Gintama and it looks interesting but i've never sat down to watch it just because i heard it has like a crazy number count or something well here's here's the thing with gintama this is what they won't tell you is gintama is very hit and miss and i would honestly say only about 30 percent of gintama is genuinely funny but the episodes that are funny are above and beyond there's an entire arc where they change genders which is hilarious like there's an entire gender based around Rule 63, and it's hilarious. Moth, you just told me 20% of a show that has, like, 500 episodes is good. <laughs> yeah, but, like... I hate, I, I hate you. I, yeah, I but hate like, you so much. Bleach has 300 episodes, and only 20 of them are good. Yeah, but... Uh, like yeah, Bleach, Bleach sucks. <laughs> but I don't defend Bleach. Okay, but I'm, I'm saying, like, you know, with Gintama, there's, like... Watch, like, the first ten episodes so you understand who the characters are, and then find the arcs that are good, and I can recommend those arcs to you, because there's a lot of, like, not good filler. But overall, when the arcs get funny, like, the episode where they're all fighting for a Wii is hilarious. Like, the arc where they're standing in line to get a Wii is hilarious. But, like, do you also think the show we're talking about today is hilarious? And it's just the same joke. <laughs> Every time. Like, I, I, here's the deal. Like, I'm not saying it's wrong to enjoy that. I'm, because, like, I get it. I do. I grew I know loads of people who would, like, think every episode of this show is the 10 out of 10. But, like, I need, I need, I need some, like, variation in the setup and then the punchline. Like, there, th- there's a nugget here. Of a interesting, like, could be a good show. I could be like, a good uh, comedy. Actually, no, I don't like the characters, but I like um, I like the one character. Wh- wh- Which one? Thank, thanks, I like thanks the girl with the, so the, the purple hair. The Tom. Oh boy. yeah, oh yeah, she's cool. His she's his cool. nephew. No, the, his cousin. The, 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 the bike girl. <laughs> the, the oh, one... you mean the the big titty Onisama like delinquent piece of shit girl? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Yes. She's good. She the activates actual, the almonds. The actual, the two, like, cousins are really uninteresting, but... There's actually an entire sequence where, uh, the, that, that, the, the chick with, like, the massive titties who's always drunk and can outdrink all the dudes. She actually looks at the main character and she's like, alright, I can tell you're being a little bitch. Do you just want me to pop your cherry so you can be normal? Wow. I, so, I'm totally shocked that that is something that happens in this show. <laughs> 
I feel like you're not. I'm not, not at all, not even a little bit. That that sounds exactly like a, what I would expect uh, that character. You know what? To you know what? I'm gonna post show. one last screenshot, and this screenshot summarizes Grand Blue Dreaming completely. Yeah, and naked people. Really? That's it. That's all it is. That's the whole joke. <laughs> it's naked people. Also, we can't show images on the podcast. It's not a good no, way. Mike, of- Mike, Mike, Mike. When you do the episode image, just use this as part of it. Uh, it's naked people so, running on a beach. Like, yes. Moth. It's not funny. Told me, I. I just like here's the mom. When you tell me I really like the show, I think it's funny. I'm like, cool, comedy subjective, that's valid. But then when you come around disheartened, <laughs> like, how can you guys not like it? It's like you understand. Like you even said, you even say it only has. You said it has one joke. Two I jokes. gave you, I gave you like extra wiggle room. I said it had two jokes. I said two jokes, and then you turned one of those jokes into the other joke and said it only has one joke. That's even more generous because he had even more ideas. Then that's what the three jokes technically. <laughs> Aha! See, this is what it feels like when you don't like the thing that I like, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> We've accomplished. <laughs> Look, I just wanted us to have a change of pace because all we ever watch is the most depressing garbage on the planet. And we're going to even get worse because we're going to have to watch Tokyo Godfathers for Christmas. And Kaiju later. Are, okay. Moth, I need... Okay. Everybody, thank you for listening this far into the uh, episode. <laughs> the next episode is going to be over Tokyo Godfathers, which is an anime about how Jesus is cool and hope exists in the world. And Moss <laughs> over here crossing his arms being like, it's going to be depressing. There's not an anime that's more hopeful than Tokyo Godfathers. All right. All right. Tell you what. I'll make a deal with you, Mike. There's literally a moment in the movie where Jesus shows up and is like, I will guide you, my children. Yeah, Except like, it then turns out to be like a a, a, a crossdresser. But still! Okay, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We'll balance, we'll balance out the Christianity in the episode. Next week, we watch Tokyo Godfathers. And I'll shut the hell up about it. But please watch the first episode of Azazel-san. Azazel-san. I will watch I, the first episode of Azazel. Son. I will. I will watch the first episode of Azazel when you pronounce Azazel correctly. <laughs> All right, Azazu. You hey, need to okay, Mop, like, You need to understand. Okay, Azubu. Yeah, Azubu. You need to understand that I used to be deeply religious, <laughs> and I am still to this day into this shit and i even like i like religious imagery the the religious parts of tokyo godfathers are really good and actually really cool like there's a great the climax is amazing and it's all about how a small miracle saved the life of a child it's good i can't oh my god i'm turning into jerry seinfeld that's what you're doing to me (laughs) you want to go uh you want to go get coffee later are you trying to to fuck me (laughs) We'll just we'll get in the car. We'll go get coffee. Like it's hey, fine. Hey, Moth, I I recommend I, I want to recommend you a show though. Um, really? Because the last show you recommended for me just made me depressed and confused. Well, this <laughs> is well, that was a recommendation for me, not for you. Um. Uh, well, you know, now I don't want to tell you. No, no <laughs> just, just, just tell me so I can shoot it down. Wow, uh, encouraging school. words. <laughs> no, now I really don't want to tell you. Just I tell me the damn show. Uh, it's School Rumble. Oh yeah, Moth, you would love that, actually. Like that that is a better version of this show that you made us watch. You like Nichi Joe, Moth? I hate Nichi Joe. Okay, why? <laughs> and I, I hate that other one that was super popular with AMV Hell for a long time. I'm trying to remember what it's called now. Why do you like Nichi Joe? <laughs> Nichi Joe's funny faces of the show. You know what's hey, better than Nichi Joe? The Daily Lives of High School. Not boys. much. 
Did you just the daily right? lives? I like, daily I like lives of high show. school boys is steps above Nietzsche Joe. I don't know. Uh, have, no. have you guys read City? I mean, since uh, I'm T- asking. Tell you, you what, know. because because I actually respect Sumo, he hasn't been on the show enough for me to despise <laughs> him like the rest of my co-hosts. I will watch High School Rumble. What is High School mm. Rumble? It's School Rumble. I don't know, but it has the most like ah, uh, it, is is Guido a slur? What? Uh, <laughs> isn't that a character from like? Star Wars? No, no, it's a word That's that refers Greedo. to. It's a word that refers to people from Jersey. Okay, yeah, it's got the most Guido ass looking dude on the cover. Yeah, and he's the best boy. Oh, you mean? <sighs> he's talking about Harima. Yeah, I know what he's talking about. I've seen. I've I've seen School Rumble. I like School Rumble. It's fine. Um. Uh. But like, you just described a Boncho as Guido. That was very weird. What? Okay, so it's not a racial slur. Because people I mean, from Jersey aren't people. I mean, that's true. That is true. I've never yeah, been no, to Jersey he's not before. a Boncho. Like, when I think Boncho, I don't think of a twink with a bad mustache. Uh, a Boncho literally means, like, uh, a, like, a tough guy who's, like, the leader of a gang uh, yeah. in, in Japan. This dude is... And don't get me wrong. If we're talking about that character, like, specifically, he's not that, but he, he pulls off the look. Okay, I was gonna say like if you want an actual boncho, you got to read Congo Boncho, the, the 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 third best manga of all time. I'm jumping off a cliff. <laughs> Never heard of it. Do, do you not know what a Congo Boncho is, Mike? I I'm sure that whatever you I'm sure whatever that is, it's just something I don't want to know. Wasn't your whole arc for a while that you don't read any manga? No, I don't. Not anymore. But like at one point, I was doing MR calibrations in a tiny hospital, and I had nothing else to do, so I made it through like 80 chapters of this manga. You should read, um... No. <laughs> no. Thanks, everybody, for coming to the We Hate Anime Podcast. I've been <laughs> your feel, host, English. The only podcast that features Itzimo twice. Is it? Yeah, it's an hour and 35 minutes. That's not that long. That's like an average for... length. Okay. Uh, well. Please, Itzimo, um, why don't you tell the audience uh, what you have coming up? Yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, or don't. I I I, I don't really have anything. <laughs> you, you guys you guys can find me on Twitter at uh, Ke- at Kevin Online. Um, and uh, I just want to remind you guys all that this is the We Hate Anime podcast, the only That's podcast true. that features Itsumo twice, <laughs> <laughs> three times eventually. <laughs> but uh, when, I, when I finally just off myself because none of you like anything good. But I, I've we been, have uh, been we, doing a podcast for you with uh, over a year and a half now. We've agreed several and times the, on shows, <laughs> and the number of times when you just go off on an insane rant about how uh, actually Kill Kill's bad because women are in it. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. I don't see what your, I don't oh, see oh. your problem oh. is there. Kill a Kill is bad, and are, Burn are, the Witch. Are holy we talking crap? Burn the are Witch. Are we demeaning women again? <laughs> are, we, are we doing that again? Yo, Kevin gets you know, excited whenever he gets we, the opportunity to to, to tell my mom, tell mom sucks. you love her. <laughs> Kev, don't you get tired of being a soft boy? Don't you just want to go ape shit? <laughs> Didn't we say we were going to have an episode where we crapped on like uh, Burn the Witch? I've never even heard of Burn the Witch. We were going to, but then I made a schedule and I was like, no one cares about the show, so I didn't make an episode of it. I just, I, I would say Burn the Witch is just a new egg panty and stocking, really. No, you can't just say that because the two leads are girls. The two Go leads away. are the exact same girl. No, 
aren't. I'm confused. I, never, I don't know what you're talking about. All the like Canyon's talking quite a bit. You can find all the links to our socials <laughs> in the description. That's I am at Eddie Mikadu on Twitter. Frog is F uh, at F R zero K one N G. F R zero G K one N G, but close enough. It's Frog King, but with zero and one instead of I O and I. What about Der Mothman? There we go. Yeah, Der Mothman. And Moth is screaming into the void. Posts that just make no sense in or out of context. Quite like yeah. I really hope you enjoyed listening to whatever the fuck this was. Also, I do streams on Thursdays now. That's you can link it on my Twitter. Although it's probably not going to last for very long because I have a job soon, but. Oh, yeah, I'm proud of you for getting another new job. Yeah, it's going to suck. Thank you for joining, and have a wonderful day. I hate employment. Why do I do it? Well, I need to. I need to do it to to eat. Also to live. I'm I'm recording still, but I I usually just ramble for like a solid 20 seconds so that Mike has something to put in the outro. This is probably getting in, actually. (laughs) 